Hey guys, welcome back to the Football and Laws podcast. My name's Caleb, joined always by our co-host Justin. What's, What's going, going on, man? On? What's going on, dude? Little little late jump to this recording session. It's uh, recording on a Friday night, late, late, late. And I'll yeah, probably you know. post it Saturday tomorrow morning before all these playoff games. And that's what we're gonna we're gonna stick to that basically. I mean, life gets in the way sometimes, so we're still gonna try and get some content out here. Absolutely. Too much bullshit going on, but, you know, we're going to fight through it. <laughs> hey, man, it happens. Well, let's just jump right in. So, our guest last week, Zacchaeus, mm-hmm. decided he was going to be better than both of us and go 5-1. and one. You know, respect to that, but let's be realistic. He took the easy answers. We at least tried to, well, me personally, I you know, we tried oh, to take some risk. There. You went out there. We tried yeah, to I take went, some risk. I went uh, one game behind him, four and two, and then you went one game behind me, three and three. So not too shabby. Um, you know, <clears> we can't we can't win them all, but you know that's part of it. Now we get to pick our picks this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do just a very quick recap. The uh, Seahawks got beat by the 49ers, forty-one to twenty-three, and Brock Purdy. Man, he's looking good. Four Thank- touchdowns. Uh, things are looking really good for him in his career. Like, it makes you wonder. We were talking about this earlier this week, uh, what their quarterback situation is going to be looking like because it's, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance both. Like, they have three quarterbacks on their team that are all very talented. And it's like the way Brock Purdy has played for a seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant at that, they might be better off saving themselves a good chunk of change, finding some trade offers for Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance and riding with Brock Purdy and maybe signing a veteran quarterback in the offseason. As for the Seahawks, respect to them, Geno Smith played a hell of a season. Um, They had things going pretty good um, in the first half. Second half, they just kind of started falling apart. Uh, Pretty good outing for Kenneth Walker in his first playoff appearance, especially as a rookie, 63 yards and one touchdown. But uh, DK Metcalf was the uh, show and star on that side of the field. Uh, 10 catches, 136 yards and two touchdowns. But uh, 49ers were just able to run away with it and get the win. Yeah, and is it just me or is uh, you got to find a way to get the ball to DK even more? Yeah, I mean, he shows time and time again that he is the guy to go to. Now, Tyler Lockett has always been a good target, um, but with his setbacks from injuries the last couple of weeks with his hand and everything, he only had six. Uh, six catch. I say only. <laughs> he had six catches, but it was only thirty nine yards. So that's pretty bad. Well, the um, I was one that took the Seahawks and the points and lost this bet. So then, when the uh, the next game we're going to talk about started, I only had the Jaguars plus one and a half, and you know it was halftime real quick, and I was like, well, there there goes a bunch of money right there. Yeah, I mean, for not just for you. Apparently, someone made a bet for like a million dollars or something like that. At yeah, halftime. but he did it. He did it on the Chargers to win. Yeah, outright loss. See, I had mine on the uh, Jags. So when I stayed up watching the second half because I watched the uh, Predators hockey game, mm-hmm. and then after that was over, I flipped over, and then I was like, "What did I miss? Like, this is ridiculous. Why is the score this close? Why are the Jags about to win? Like, this is stupid." I mean, it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Um, I didn't have the opportunity to watch that game. I was busy. I don't even remember what I was doing, honestly. It's been such a long week. I just know I was busy. But I feel bad 
for Austin Eckler, honestly. Dude's not getting any younger, and I ain't saying he's super old or anything like that, but for a running back, it's like once you hit your 30s, it's kind of like it starts getting a little rougher out there. Yeah. Um, Especially an undersized running back. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Um, But (laughs) Justin Herbert finally making the playoffs, his first appearance as well, and he goes out there and just does a – it's a well enough performance, but mediocre numbers at best, 273 yards and one touchdown. Um, man, it just it just fell apart, man. I don't I mean I don't really know what else you can say about it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, as much as I hate to say it, is be- becoming a decent quarterback minus the four interceptions he had in that game, and yeah, everybody so was laughing it up. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's able to play. Bosa's penalty where he, I mean, he had a, he had a good break. That guy was every left tackle this year seems to be getting a uh, quote unquote head start from yeah. when that ball is actually snapped and they're not calling it right. <clears throat> and he uh, he snapped rightfully so, but okay. <sighs> so you you gotta you gotta be careful with the penalties. It it reminds me of Steelers versus Bengals years ago when uh. Steelers were driving down the field in the, like the last minute of the game. Bengals were winning. I think it was a playoff game. It might have been wild card, and that was when AJ McCarron was starting quarterback when Andy Dalton was hurt. And I forgot exactly what happened, but some Cincinnati player decided to be stupid and get a uh, get a penalty just because he was getting mad out there, which yeah. set the Steelers up for good yardage to win the game. Yeah, and the uh, I mean the penalty gave the two point conversion, the be the option. So, mm-hmm. so it's just dumb mistakes. Like sometimes you gotta learn how to settle down, and but it is what it is. I mean, it'd be kind of cool. Like I, I'm not saying I want the Jaguars to go to Super Bowl. Like we don't want that, but um, no, we don't. But at the same time, you know, the more they win, the higher their draft picks. So that's good. Or the lower. Yeah, the lower, the later. Yeah. Well, the Bills played a really good uh, first half of football here. Yeah, that one makes me so sad. I don't know if Tua would win. I don't know, or I don't know if Tua would play next week. I don't know if I'd want him to play next week. Um. Or this week, technically now, but man, it would have been really nice to at least have a chance to see Tua in the playoffs. Me personally, as an Alabama fan, uh, yeah, shout I mean, out to the Dolphins rookie quarterback, uh, Skylar Scott. Thompson, though. Yeah, he, he tried. Uh, he I mean, game. yeah, I mean, like for for a guy who got thrown into the mix, I mean, you can compare it to the Brock Purdy situation all you want, but Brock Purdy's been under the helm for six weeks now as opposed to Skylar Thompson who has had chump change at at the starting quarterback position the last two See, games. If you're, gonna, if you're gonna compare him to anybody, um he looks better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I mean that was that we're working on that one too. Yeah, so Bills obviously won 34-31 and intriguing matchup this next week. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Giants 
Brian Dayball, coach of the year, obviously, at this point. Has to be, yeah. Done deal. Everybody's pretty much in agreement there. Yep, roll time. Um, <clears throat> Kirk Cousins. I, you know, I really don't have anything much to say than other. I'm I'm kind of happy for Saquon. Yeah, it's it it's good it's good to see him. Um, really, it's just a it's a big testimony to how the Giants' season has gone. They started out hot, simmered down a little bit, and took a back seat to the Eagles and Cowboys because they were both dominating. But the Giants still were hanging on, got yeah. themselves a wild card spot. And now we have three NFC East teams in the playoffs still. Yeah, and uh, well, we'll get to, we'll get to that. The Sunday night game, the Bengals uh, beat the Ravens, and the Ravens had a chance to uh, take the lead here, in my opinion, and uh, probably hold them off. But uh, somebody called their own number and went over the top instead of just staying low. Yeah, and I think it was uh, J.K. Dobbins, I, I think it was. Mm-hmm. That was that out. So mm-hmm. just give me the ball. I don't think he got a single touch that drive is what they were saying, maybe, or just that uh, initial series. I'm not exactly sure uh, 100% what he was talking about, but they were talking about if it was the drive or just in that red zone. It might have been the whole red zone drive, at least. But I know he also said if Lamar, I mean, he says what everybody thinks. Lamar's in the game. They win that game. But that's and honestly any starting quarterback this week. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it's hard to argue that. But I, mean, I think two was in the, the game, they would have won. We got the matchup that we, uh, I think we wanted to see here. All right. Well, let's lead into it then. Well, last game, the Cowboys actually took care of the Buccaneers here. Tom Brady is uh, – Going home early, and I'm sure we'll be talking about him a lot this offseason until he decides where he's going. Yeah, a lot of speculation with him and Aaron Rodgers both. Um, then the whole Derek, Derek Carr situation. Uh, yep, you already know. So there, there'd be a lot of like we might end up spending a whole episode on just quarterbacks in the NFL. On quarterbacks, honestly, like it because none of them know what they're doing. You're starting to see. A general, a generational switch here at the quarterback position. Yes, um, and it's the guard. It's been coming more and more blatant, blatantly obvious the past couple of years. But now we're getting to the point where these new, fresh guys are hot. They're taking over, and uh, it it really wonders what what's going to happen. There's no chance, I think, in my mind, that Tom Brady returns to the Bucks. Um. I got but, three other teams other than the Bucks, four total that I think are uh, possible. I mean, there's plenty of possibilities. You can definitely take 49ers out of that mix now, just because of, like I said, the quarterback room they have. I do not want to see them at the Titans. That's been a lot of speculation of the whole Mike Vrabel thing. But I just don't know if Tom Brady has it in him to do another season. I mean, in his mind, he probably does. But you're thinking going to a whole new team, taking the chance with a new, new everything, so, you know? I think the Niners are actually a possibility there, but I think it's a very low possibility. I don't see it, man. That it would be, be a, insane. It'd be almost a sign and trade situation where he signs with the Bucks and then they trade him and get Trey Lance and yada, yada. You get what I'm saying? It would be such a waste on their part if they did that, though. Not it saying would, Tom, not saying Tom at, Brady isn't yeah, like worth well, having for one year, but as I'm opposed just saying, to like a guy, a, 
guaranteed one year only type of thing. Absolutely. But like and as opposed to a guy pretty. you could have for 20 years, like come on. Yeah, and that's what's interesting. And then I think the other two would be uh the Dolphins right now because we really don't know what to a situation is. We hope he plays football, but we also hope that he takes in cons- into consideration his uh his future health and everything with his concussions because I mean we all know he had three this year and yeah. That's a big concern, but it's it's ultimately his decision, and you can't you can't knock him out if he wants to play think, football. And I think he'll be fine. He's already talked about wanting to be back, and I think they actually cleared him to play for this week if they had won. I think he needs the uh, he's definitely needs to change to that new um that new helmet that George Kittle wears. Yeah, that, and you know that their draft is going to be. Heavy trying to help him out this year. Yeah, for sure. Offensive line. And then I think the uh, the other team would be the Raiders, obviously. Uh, that would probably be the most fitting place to be. They actually, I think, might so be the reason, leading in the book book uh, odds. The reason I would say no to that is because Herbert, Wilson, and Mahomes are also in that division. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a stiff competition right there. Yeah, and then you throw in Tom Brady. Yeah, that that's some stiff competition. Um, if you if you want Tom Brady anywhere, his best chance of his bet, I like I said, I do not want him on the Titans, but I think right. his best bet is to be on the Titans if he wants to try to chase a ring. Let's ooh, that we're gonna say that for next easier we can't, we can't easier way to right get now. easiest path into the playoffs. I agree. I agree Speaking with you, division we're gonna, wise, we're gonna say that for next week. Word. Okay, so I'm going to start this off with a little bit of a trivia question. All right, love trivia. Who is the oldest quarterback remaining in the playoffs? Uh, no, 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 no. Give me a second. Um, it ain't. No. Is it Patrick Mahomes? It's Dak Prescott. Dak, he's 28, isn't he? 29. 29. Patrick Man. Mahomes is 27. Okay, see, I, okay. I should have thought Dak Josh first. Allen is 26, and your Georgia Bulldogs national championship back-to-back quarterback, Stetson Bennett, would be the fourth oldest quarterback in, in the playoffs if he was in the league right now. Have you seen the comparisons? It was like him, and I think it was with Purdy, and it was like, Purdy reminds me of a younger Stetson Bennett. <laughs> that's funny, but hey, <laughs> that's not bad. Okay, it's the so- truth. All right, so we'll start here. We got Saturday. Uh, Caleb, I got it wrote down. I'm like, I'm just gonna circle your selection here. Circle me so hard. Saturday at three thirty Central Time, four thirty Eastern. Mm-hmm. We got the Jags at the Chiefs. Arrowhead hosting this game. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Arrowhead is one of the loudest places to play. Um, Kansas City's a nine point favorite. I'm gonna take the Jags on the points on the points. Well, wow. give me the Chiefs to win. Yeah, give me the Chiefs as well. I think it's. What do you think uh, on the nine point nine point line? Where are you where are you standing on that? I I think, I think Chiefs win that game by by two tutties. Honestly, oh nice call. Yeah, okay. I think if anything, it's by two touchdowns. And this is all based off of speculation guessing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's Jags all are. are not a great football team. They are decent and lucky. 
Now I'm, I might, you know, bite my tongue on that. And they ended up going in there and winning next week. But the way they played against the Chargers in that first half was just embarrassing. I, but then again, the the second half, the way the Chargers played was embarrassing too. So it's like anything can happen. But I think oh, Chiefs yeah. win by two touchdowns. Their offense the, is just too talented. See, I see, I see two solutions here. Either the Chiefs are going to grit out like a. 31 to 28, 35 to 31 type win, or the Chiefs are going to win 42 to 14. Yep. There's no in between. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's just where it's at, but you got to take, get nine points. You got to take it. Absolutely. Um, okay. Saturday night, 7 15 Central Time, 8 15 Eastern. You got the G Men going to Philly. All right. Jalen so... Hurts is back. You got a couple of Bama boys on the Eagles. We got AJ Brown on the Eagles. We got Saquon doing being, his thing. Being Bama boys, man, I I am full on Eagles. I hate saying that, but I am full on <clears throat> Eagles. Um, I want Jalen Hurts to get a win. I want Devontae Smith to get a win. I hate the, to say it, but it'd be nice for AJ Brown to get a win. The the line is seven and a half, uh, Philly's favorite. So that's that's fitting. That's good, especially after the game the Giants had against that. Uh, it, it's it's good, honestly. So you thinking the Eagles cover and win? I believe so. Okay, I'm. I mean, I'm taking the Eagles to win, but just with what the NFL's done to me this year, yeah, I gotta stick with the seven and a half points. So I got two underdogs against the spread, but I'm going outright favorite winner. Yeah, we mind. we all made our jokes about Daniel Jones, and we still don't think he's like a god or anything. But he's been a top ten quarterback all season, and he's he, definitely he's, earned, he's showing up. He's definitely earned a chance to continue to be the quarterback. Absolutely right. And we thought at the beginning <clears> of the season that you know there could be some changes here and there, but yeah, he's he's definitely uh he's changed a lot of hearts out there. Okay, the game we all want to see. Uh huh. Uh huh. We got the Bengals at at Buffalo. All right. After seeing what the Dolphins were able to do against the Bills, and my mind you, the Dolphins fired their defensive coordinator, okay. and the Dolphins' defense has not you know, been. I kind of know where you're going with this. Yeah, the Dolphins' defense has not been terrible, but for them to still like, I'm going to counter that. Okay, go ahead. Look at what the Ravens did to the Bengals. That's also very true. That's also very true. I think in the Bengals' mindset, they were thinking forward too much. And that could be the same situation with the Bills, both facing third-string quarterbacks, or, well, I guess second second string in the case of the Bengals facing the Ravens. I think it's just one of those situations where the game got into their head thinking it shouldn't be that bad, and then – they choked, meaning yep. they didn't spend as much time taking it seriously as they could. And again, this is just speculation. This is me just spitballing. We don't know this for for true, for fact, but from what we've seen, that's kind of what it looks like. Okay, so the Bengals are five and a half point underdog. And I just, I just, I think the Bengals are going to go and win that game. They are looking for blood. All right. They've been pissed off, obviously, with the situation that went on. 
there's nothing you can really do about it. NFL made this decision of what the scenarios look like if so-and-so team wins and coin tosses, blah, 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 blah. The Bengals, I think, deserve to get a win, honestly. But it would be more more storytelling-wise if the Bills did. Yeah, so with the Bengals missing three offensive linemen, and uh, I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals plus five and a half, but I'm taking the Bills outright. I'm, so I'm sticking to my trend here. So if you're doing any same game parlays, how many sacks are you giving the Bills? Titans got nine last mm-hmm. year and lost. Five. I give them six, but five's good. I think five, and then um, at least one interception. I could see that. Okay. uh, Now, the nostalgia game. Oh, boy. We got the Cowboys at the Niners, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 6.30 Eastern. It's on Fox. Mm Mm-hmm. Cowboys Niners. I mean, this is just a classic rivalry matchup. The 49ers are favored by four. So here, here's my thing about that. 49ers have been hot, but they showed that they can take a step back, especially like I said, that first half when the Seahawks were leading. Now things took a twist and they ended up winning. But man, I don't think you can ask for any better matchup than if the Eagles and Cowboys played in the NF- NFC title division game. Because um, it would be, you know, rematch, a true rematch when both quarterbacks are healthy playing against each other. And I don't know, did did Jalen Hurts play against Dak Prescott earlier this season or did they play when Dak was hurt? I know Jalen Hurts was out the second game, but the I cannot... first the first game Dak was out because it was Cooper Rush, right? And I mean, the second one Hurts was out. Yeah, it totally was Cooper Rush for sure. So I'm right, good. So it would be fitting to have a Eagles versus Cowboys game with both quarterbacks healthy to see who is really the top team in the division. So you going Cowboys. I would like to go with the Cowboys in that game, for sure. All right, so instead of taking a team on the line, I got to take the over 46 and a half. I think that's going to be well beyond expectation. So good on you. I think that's good. So over 46 and a half, but I want to see I want to see this story continue. <laughs> and I want to I think I'm feeling pretty good about the 49ers. If if see, here's the thing: I, if Purdy even has a good game, win or lose, I think you need to put him in consideration for starting quarterback next year. I think he it's is, already, I think it should already be done. He hasn't lost a game yet. Yeah, I think it should already be done. If it was me, I'd, I'd trade Trey Lance to somebody that's wanting to give me, you know, a couple of twos. Yeah, they have the opportunity to maybe to make just some moves. A one exactly, like just a number one, and uh, and then I'd I'd sign Jimmy G to another one year deal, be a backup. 
If, if both parts want it, make it happen. All right. So, Kayla, we are uh, – we got two two differing games here. Mm-hmm. They're both on Sunday. We're both on the same team on Saturday here. Well, let's see what happens. There's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> so, with that being said, we're going to catch everybody up on all the coach firings and hirings and GMs and all that stuff more after the season. We're going to try to stick to just the NFL games until – leading up to the Super Bowl and then after the Super Bowl. And then we're going to get back into like a full uh, offseason. I don't understand that word. We'll get into a full uh, that type mode podcast and we'll get ready for the NFL draft. Yeah, pretty Um, much we got to grind out the content. We got to have something to talk about. Can't be wasting it all at one time. No, or we're going to be doing the stupid list podcast. And we know how much people love those. (laughs) Welcome back (laughs) to Watch Mojo. Our top 10 today. (laughs) <laughs> we'll do we'll do some list podcasts, but we'll probably throw in like a five minute list at the end of the at the end of talking football. Oh yeah, and we'll talk bets. We'll we'll talk sports. Hey, there we go. Basketball. basketball we'll talk basketball, basketball for sure because Alabama's still hot as hell. Like I said, we won't get too much into it, but while the season's here, we're gonna talk about it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, me and Justin are already thinking about trying to go to a couple games in the uh, SEC playoffs tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, we we probably need to. Um, so even though they're not in it, they did hire a new GM and got a good draft pick. Tighten up, y'all boys. Enjoy some boys and gals. Enjoy some football this weekend. Have more positions to fill, and uh, we'll we'll see where the season takes us for uh, next year. But I ain't mad about it. Tighten up. All right, tighten up. Y'all have a good one.